well, Chef on a Mission Radio. We are your hosts. We are your hosts. Sorry, I was going to say we are Chef on a Radio. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We are Chef on a Radio, right? We are Chefs on a Radio. <laughs> oh, we are so excited to be here today. We have so much great information to share with you. Uh, we had an amazing day in New York City. Uh, doing, uh, we sat on a panel, so we'll talk about that a little bit. Couplepreneur panel. Couplepreneur panel. Uh, we're going to talk about some organic. Uh, from China. From China, or China and organic foods, right, coming from yes. China. And uh, your gut instinct, right, your gut, gut intuition. And we're going to talk a little bit about all of that kind of stuff. And um, so first, why don't you uh, tell everybody um, about the restaurant? About the restaurant, yeah. Absolutely. So Jamie and I are the owners, the proud owners, entrepreneurs, uh, the founders of Aroma Time Bistro in Ellenville, New York. We opened in 2003. We are a farm-to-table, relationship-to-table restaurant that has an amazing wine list. We pride ourselves in buying from over 45 small local farms. We are very strict about the food, the ingredients. We're strict about everything that we bring in. We want everything to be to our standards. We've gotten massive awards over the years. We are located in Ellenville, New York. Uh, we are probably one of the most awarded restaurants in the Hudson Valley. Everything from our bar to our, our beer list to our, our stance on food and, and our farm-to-table approach. So we're very proud to have that as a cornerstone of our, of our business. We do a couple other businesses that we'll talk about as well throughout this show. But we are first restaurateurs yes, and we are. proud <laughs> farm-to-table restaurateurs. Uh, that care about what we eat and we care about what you eat because when this all first started folks i was killing you yeah <laughs> i was killing you you're killing yourself too i was killing myself <laughs> and i was killing you because the stuff that is in our food is toxic poisonous it's cheap you need to look for better quality ingredients higher quality food it's it's horrific to see what has happened in our food supply and it's all about greed and money and jamie and i are are standing up to that and I've stood up so much over the years that I've had companies, industries that have come after me. Um, the whole farm salmon industry has come after me. Big companies have come after me because I speak the truth. I've had several attorneys email me uh, cease and desist letters because I tell the truth and they don't want the truth out there. So um, that is why Chef on a Mission exists. That is the mission. Absolutely. To explore, to educate, eat, learn, live, live a better life, uh, eat good food, educate yourself. So that's where Chef on a Mission comes from. Excellent. So, so all right. Roll into our show today. Lots of good energy today. Yeah, it is. So, we are going to talk about organic food from China and how it's found to be highly contaminated, which mm. is interesting, right? You know? What a shocker. What a, yeah. Well, but when you think about organic food, most people think it's. Pure. 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 Natural. Chemical free. So here's here's the issue, folks. Organic food is food that's farmed in an organic manner where they don't spray chemicals, pesticides. They don't spray things on it. The reality with organic is things get contaminated from the neighbor's farm, from the soil in that farm from years ago. Things get contaminated from the water that's coming in. There's contaminants all over. So when you read that, oh, organic is contaminated, doesn't pay in this and that, no, the more people that are farming organically, the less chemicals that are going to be on the land. Other industries provide chemicals as well. There's a lot of other industries that do their fair share and polluting our environment. But the crop industry, gly glyphosate, uh, the, this, this Roundup stuff, is 
terrible for the environment. It's terrible for the bees. It's terrible. It's terrible, it's terrible for all, you. all around. It's terrible <laughs> right. all around. One of the first, I remember when our son was little, I said, I don't care where you are, you never spray Roundup. Because Roundup has strong links to male infertility. Mm. Strong links. And I would say, I don't care if you're at, at grandma's house, grandpa's house, wherever you're at, a neighbor's house. If they're spraying Roundup, you get away from it. But it's in our food supply and it's in organic food because it's contaminated. So, of course, China. China is probably the leading country when it comes to contaminants everywhere. They don't have the EPA like we do. They don't have these strict regulatory agencies or stricter regulatory agencies or regulatory agencies in general that say, hey, you can't make that stream green today. Right. So <laughs> you can't make that stream purple today. That pond can't be can't be red tomorrow. They don't have that kind of those kind of, of, of regulatory agencies. So a lot of the companies just produce things very cheaply and contaminate and that's what happens. And once that stuff's in the ground, folks, it can be in the ground for decades. Mm. So, but the good news is when you buy organic produce, you're paying for a healthier future. Right. So, all right, Jamie, so this article. This article talks about China and organic foods coming out of China. So organic food sales have skyrocketed into a multi-billion dollar industry. In recent years, and where there's money to be made, corruption is likely mm -hmm. to follow. We all now know about the benefits of eating organic versus the risks of eating factory farmed animals and non-organic produce. But do we really know whether we are buying organic products or fake organic foods that sneak their way into our grocery stores via a back door to China? With this increased demand, many food suppliers and grocery chains have looked overseas to stock their shelves and begun sourcing from the European Union where organic guidelines are not as stringent in the United States and whose products are often in turn sourced from China. Wow. So the world has known for years that China's food production and safety standards, along with numerous consumer products, are notoriously low and are often dangerous. In fact, the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission has a searchable database that lists the products and their recalls. Ooh, I didn't know I that. I didn't know that either. Wow, products and their recalls. Speaking of recalls, most most organic companies, food processors, manufacturers, they buy in organic carrots, they buy in organic cabbage, whatever. They typically don't test to make sure that there's there's any contaminants. Mm -hmm. They just process it right away. Some of the companies do test, and some companies have two or three testings or two or three certifications. So there's a massive difference when you buy stuff from like Eden Foods versus something that's a private label from a grocery store that's that you know, just says oh well this is organic this is you know the house brand organic two totally different types of quality of organic folks so there is you get what you pay for and the more you pay the better higher quality products and it's just it's 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 common business sense you get what you pay for so a major source of contamination of Chinese produce is via the water and soil, which are often so toxic that just handling it carries enormous health risks. Ooh. According to a Greenpeace report, contamination of soil with a number of toxic metals, including ca cadmium and lead, is known to be an existing problem for many parts of Hunan province, China. High levels of these metals have also been reported for the rice grown in many parts of the province. This is why you buy American rice. Lundberg specifically, they test. They have a very high quality rice, but rice sits in water. 
This is the problem. You have rice paddies. They're, they flood They flood in the paddy with water. And if that water is contaminated, like they're just saying right now, that's in your rice, folks. This is where the arsenic comes from. Mm. This is where all the heavy metals mm. come coming from your rice. So then they say, well, if you're getting this kind of rice, if you polish it and take it from brown to white, you're actually getting a healthier rice because they're shedding off layers of the contaminants. So there's an oxymoron when saying, oh, well, white rice is better for you than brown rice. But in reality... If they're shaving out some of those contaminants, I can see why they can say it's healthier. But rice sits in water, folks. You buy Chinese rice, you're looking for problems mm -hmm. like this. So water sources are often equally toxic due to numerous problems, including but not limited to overdevelopment and lack of governmental oversight. Mm -hmm. There you go. Much of China's global scale farming is located along the yellow Yanks. How do you say that? Yanksi. Yanksi rivers both of which are known to be extremely polluted. This is because thousands of Chinese factories are operating along these same rivers, dumping their toxic sludge into the same water used to water the country's growing fields. In one case, a chemical fertilizer plant dumped such excessive amounts of ammonia into the, um, the Fu River, a tributary of the Yangtze River, that an estimated 110 tons of dead fish died and had to be removed. Wow. Yet the polluted river continued to be used for both industrial and agricultural purpose. Other chemicals and heavy metals have been found in very high and unsafe amounts in these rivers, as well as the food produced with that water. To add insult to injury, our own government seems unable to track and test all the food that we import, thereby often exposing us to a completely unknown quantity of pollutants, pesticides, and other toxins. Even perchlorate, perchlorate, a precursor to rocket fuel, has been found in China's sewage as well as its rice, bottled drinking water, and milk. It is throughout the entire water supply and contaminates, uh, contaminates any would-be organic produce. Uh, perchlorate is an endocrine disruptor and is also toxic. It can cause improper regulation of the metabolism, thyroid problems, as well as developmental problems in children and infants. Wow. And some of China's organic products are more likely to be contaminated than others. Fruits like apples, peaches, strawberries, lychees, bananas were found to be the most contaminated fruit from China and are to be avoided. Other products like tilapia, cod, apple juice, processed mushrooms, and garlic rank as food to never consume. So here's one of my chef on a mission. Missions. This this Chinese apple juice concentrator, Chinese apple juice. I've been on the bandwagon for years. Do not consume it. I don't care if it says organic or not. Do not consume it. One of the local cideries here, a national company that has yeah. a small little showroom, I got in a little bit of trouble with them. Uh, they just got mad at me. They just got mad at me, and some of the staff went on and gave us bad reviews online, fake bad reviews. <laughs> um, but, you know, folks, you have to tell the truth. And what this place is doing, it's called um, – um, it's one of the Sam Adams companies. Why, 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 why Angry is it? Orchard. Angry Orchard. Angry Orchard is a Sam Adams a, a subsidy, a su subsidiary. It, they're Sam Adams. They have a showroom here in the Hudson Valley. They have apple orchards out there. They're growing some apples. They're doing some test batches there. To think that that little – Orchard is supplying all of America. Well, more than America, because you can find Angry Orchard everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> to think that is feeding their global right. supply in that little small plot of land here in the Hudson Valley is insane and ludicrous. I've been told by people within the organization 
that they buy Chinese concentrate. They corrected me online and said, no, it's, 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 it's European concentrate. So I'm not sure which it is, but they're not, they're, if they're buying Chinese concentrate, that apple, that apple, that whole apple cider batch is toxic and contaminated. It's contaminated. The whole apple cider batch. They don't see. They don't. They're making this apple cider. This angry orchard in Columbus, Ohio. They have plants all around the country. They're making big, big production facilities, and it's it. They're buying in cheap apple juice concentrate. So wherever they're buying it from, you know, yeah, it's it's not what they say they're doing in the small little showroom. And that was one of the, my missions last year that I made some videos and got a got a lot of bravos. Thank you for standing up. Thank you for educating. But then people within the the Angry Orchard organization really lashed out at me. Yeah. I had somebody come in to walk in front of the restaurant and say, I can't believe you did that. You made that video. Those are good people over there. And he said, I'm just telling I'm just telling it like how I know it. Right. And I'm educating people. That's my mission, to educate people. If you want to keep buying cheap products that are contaminated with possibly that kind of stuff, then then hey, then do that. But this is this could be this could be the reality of it. So You've also and, been against Chinese garlic for a very long oh time. Oh my That's gosh. also something. It's bleach, it has chemicals you... in it, it smells terrible, and they put it on the market for, they used to put it on the market for like half the price, a third of the price of American garlic, and they used to be able to get away with that. Now they, um, now they, uh, they've raised their price, so it's maybe 20% less than American garlic, so chefs are still going to buy cheap Chinese garlic. Right. And it's bleached, deodorized, it's 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 disgusting what happens to and that's most of the garlic in the country i read a report a couple weeks ago that this is like 85 percent of the garlic in the u.s is actually chinese toxic garlic it's going in all the food at all the restaurants folks the restaurant the restaurant business is a numbers game restaurants buy the a lot of restaurants buy the cheapest possible products to make the most amount of money and that's the name of the game so if you really care about what you're what you're putting into your body, start to know the restaurant. Start asking questions. There are some legit <laughs> restaurants out there that will do the right thing, but it's hard to because it's a tough industry of very low margins. Sure is. Very low margins. All right. So there's some good news on the horizon. Consumer concern and consumer interest in organic foods have had an impact on China's food industry. China is currently looking to improve standards and organic certification, but farmers acknowledge that it is still very difficult to grow organic foods in China. So let's see. Uh, As always, the only way to be completely sure that your food is free of chemicals and additives is to grow your own or buy from, you know, somebody that uh, you completely trust, you know. Local farmers, keep the dialogue, go to the farmer's market. If you're at home, you can buy enough local garlic for the year from the farmer's market. It's not going to break the bank. So buy it, store it. Um, it's it's a lot of, lot of, lot of bigger areas now or even smaller areas have year-round farmer's markets. Yes, and garlic's do. a storage crop. Absolutely. So, all right. So let's... Uh, Let's jump into talking a little bit. Um, anything else you want to add about the uh, China and and organic? Um, You're good. You know, so again, the farmer may have a great intention, and I I've, I got I got again in trouble from one of the importers at one point because he was like, "We work with these great small farmers in China, and they're also." I'm like, I understand that there, there's a lot of small family-run right. farms. The issue is. The environment. Right. It's not the farmer's fault, and it's terrible. These companies come in here and just, like you say, pollute these rivers, and this is what... 
It's, so it's not the farmer's fault. There are some regions in China that are higher up, elevation, where they are doing good things. So uh, one thing I want to say is don't lump all of China together as one thing because there are some good things coming out of there. So Excellent. it's just a general statement. All right. So who wants to travel to Italy? Oh. Who wants to take an amazing winery food tour with us, Chef Marcus and Jamie from uh, uh, VIPWineryVacations.com? We want to give you that red carpet experience, don't we? We absolutely do. So uh, if you are interested in traveling with us, uh, going to amazing wineries that we've built relationships with, when you're sitting with the owner, drinking a glass of wine with the owner of this winery in Italy, uh, go to VIPWineryVacations.com. Drop, uh, you know, I think there's a, a form you can fill out there. Um, contact us at Aroma Time. We'd be happy to tell you all about our tours and traveling with us and when they're taking place. So Absolutely. We'd love for you to travel. So travel, we're taking you to our friends' wineries, uh, parts of Italy that we know, that we're very intimate with, the food, the travel, the wine, the cities, uh, the hotels. It's just all, all amazing. And we people that go on these trips are like, oh, my gosh, this was a trip of oh, a lifetime. lifetime. Yeah. This was so amazing. Uh, great, great, great. So VIPWineryVacations.com, jump on board with us. The packages are priced very affordable uh, compared to what some other tour operators are charging for a day less or similar. The they, they're very, 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 very uh, priced very aggressively. Um, that's why we sell out on them. Yes, so we do. check it out, VIPWineryVacations.com. Join us. You'll have an amazing time. Even people that don't drink wine on a regular basis mm -hmm. were like, wow, this was mind-blowing. Now I can go to a restaurant and order this, order that, and be confident about wine. And it's not like we're giving you tests. We're just showing you. This is the good stuff. And you don't have to be from our area to travel with us. You don't. Right? Because I know there's a lot of listeners on here that are might not necessarily be from our area, from New York. So you do not have to be from this area. You can join us in Italy. Us. You can join us in New York. You can. There's people that join us from actually from Italy to yes, go on our... Do. There's people that, that are in Italy that are part-time residents there that will jump on board with us and do these winery tours. The unique thing about it is we're getting into some wineries that don't really do tours. We're showing you backstage uh, the VIP passes to these wineries where they, the locals can't even get in because there's no sign out front. We're tasting in people's living rooms. We're tasting in smaller wineries. We're doing tours that are like almost impossible to really get into. And that's one of the allures about our trips as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. So um, travel with us. We'd love, we'd love to take you to our friends' places. So. Yep. So, yeah, so next we're going to talk about, you know, we had an amazing experience um, in New York City. We yes. sat on a panel. Um, we, we got to listen to um, a relationship coach talk. Dave, Dave Elliott. Dave Elliott. And, um, and then we were on this panel, and we got to talk about our relationship and how we're couplepreneurs and how we work together. And we're together 24-7, and how our relationship has grown so massively um, in the last 30 years. And those of you that don't really know our story, uh, we have been together for 30 years, married 21, um, as of right now, right? Yes. <laughs> um, we got married in, what, 98? And we've been together since 1990, so yeah. we were young when we got together. But we sat on this panel, and we got to talk about, you know, things that help us in our relationship that could help other other people mm. and um, there were a lot of people out there and there are lots of people out there that are either not in a relationship 
in a relationship, in a relationship that's working and in a relationship that's not working. And so um, Dave Elliott dropped a lot of great, cool information. He sure did. And, um, you know, he had some tips. And, and a lot of the tips were kind of the same as what we kind of talk about quite so a bit. what we live by. That's what we live by. So, you know, communication for us is, is key and it's big. Um, and I know it's hard. Communication is hard sometimes. Some days are easier than other days, right? Some days you can communicate a lot. Some days you only have five minutes to communicate. Um, but, you know, with, with the... With the tools we have today, it's a little bit easier to communicate. And so, um, you know, make sure those lines of communication are open consistently. And keep repeating. And one of the most important things about communication is to make, understand that it's not perfect. Right. And that you have to repeat yourself. And don't get upset when the other person didn't hear you the first time. It, it, people's frame of minds, people are distracted, their phones, all these kinds of things are happening to us. Life is happening to us. And sometimes we just can't focus on what somebody's saying to us at that exact moment. Or we heard it, but we didn't process everything all the way. And then all of a sudden, the fight starts. Well, you're not listening to me, and you don't care. And no, I honestly do care. But if you're going to start attacking me, now I don't care. And so now I've turned you off. Now I've turned <laughs> you off. And now I don't care what you say, because now I'm not going to listen to you, because right. there's too much pain involved in listening to you. So I'm going to walk away and storm out of here. So one of the biggest things that we said in our previous show was take responsibility for anything that's going on in your life and your relationships. And you once you take responsibility, you gain control, you get the power back, and you can make the change. I do that with my employees here. I've had certain employees over the course of a, years that have you know, said, well, you promised me a pay raise, or you promised me this, and or you promised me this right out of the gate. One guy a couple years ago, two years ago, said, you know, Marcus, my paycheck's wrong. And he worked a week, and I said, what do you mean your paycheck's wrong? You promised me X, Y, Z an hour. I said, I didn't, because I've never paid anybody X, Y, Z. I pay them X, Y. Um, and he's like, well, no, you did, you did, you did. I looked at him, I said, you know what? I'm going to take responsibility for this, and I'm going to give you X, Y, Z. But if I'm giving you X, Y, Z, now you need to give me X, Y, Z back, and this is what I need from you. And so I took responsibility and said, yeah, okay, I'll take responsibility. But, but this is what I need. This is what I need. And, of course, he ended up quitting a month later because he wouldn't have been able to hang with his original X, Y deal. So, really, employees are very similar to relationship, right? You have to communicate with with each other oh the communication is yes right and so um that kind of goes hand in hand because we definitely communicated wrong he might have wanted something in the sentence just happened again to another employee she was like you told me after a week i was going to make this i said i never told you after a week i told you if you were to work the station you'll get xyz but right now you're on station that's xy xy gets xy pay xyz station gets xyz pay and that's what I told you. No, you didn't. And I looked at her and I said, do you think you could possibly be wrong here? Well, I do, but you didn't tell me. This is exactly you what she said. You that with me too. <laughs> she goes, there's a possibility I could be wrong, but I'm not wrong. Right. And I said, okay. So, you know, There is again, a possibility. I'll take the responsibility. And then what happened was, hours got cut, this and that. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's one of the folks take responsibility Chances are you could have heard something wrong because what happens in people's communication is you've already you're have, thinking someone was. you're already thinking some I want X Y Z pay oh he said I get X Y Z pay and they cut out well only if you can work this station right. only if you can prove yourself only they cut that part There's out already throw a, it out you already have something set in your mind in a relationship as well right right and so when the person says something 
you formalize it and you think that that's really what they said. So, right. And it's but, you know, the other thing that we, we took home is we're on the same team. We work together. We're together all the time. We have the same goal. Right. The goal is to be successful. The goal is to live a happy, healthy life with each other and to be happy. Why fight over the silly little things all the time? It's not worth it. Right. So even if you're not in business together, you're still on the same team and you're still building your dream life. If you look at your spouse when they're fighting with you and say, you know what, honey, I'd rather work on building our dream life right now than That's the fine. small minutia of this and that. And I didn't hear you or I didn't close the door properly. Or and if I we would have known that years ago, we would have saved a lot of time. We would have saved a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. We're building our dream. Let's work on building right. our dream life right now. We're on the same team. team. That right there goes an immense way. It goes a long way. It's crazy how effective just that kind of mentality looking at your spouse uh, works. One of the communication things was one person said in, in, in the audience, well, you know, I we need to, like, talk about it before we go to bed. And, and we can't go, we to, go to bed, bed angry. You're like that. I don't, I don't, I like to, I like to fix it right now. But I realized over the, the many years that, you know what? You need to wait for the next day. You need to wait so you both cool off, go to bed, snuggle at night, wake up in the morning, and if you can't even remember what you're fighting over, then it wasn't forget. even worth it. It wasn't even worth it to talk about it. It wasn't even it. worth it. And a lot of times people forget about who said what first, who pissed the other person off, who, what, they forget it in the morning, and they're like, well, you know, let's And it's just, not even worth it. It's not even worth it. So when I tell you quite a bit, you know, it's not worth it to still be upset, right? Right. It's not worth it, because life is, it is what it is, and, and, just be happy with each other and in, in, in our relationship. So exactly, you know, I I talked a little bit about um, your our relationship, a relationship coming first, right? A husband and a wife, or in yes. a committed Great relationship, um, when when your relationship comes first with your significant other, um, that's important. It needs to come before the kids. You know, your kids are important. They are very important. But the kids learn. And they're watching and they're learning from you. And if you don't have a good relationship, it's going to be hard for them to form a good relationship. Right. And people say, well, my kids come first before my... If you, if you, if you don't put have your a healthy... spouse first and have them a very healthy relationship with time into there, your kids will benefit immensely from it. And that doesn't mean ignore your kids, right? That's not what that means. Not in a mean But way. it means that you need to go out on date nights. You need to talk to each other at night. You need to... Laugh. Laugh. You need <laughs> to have, you know, whatever it is that you need, sexual experiences or, you know, with each other and whatever. It just, you know, it, it, it's important to have all of those things. And once you eliminate all of that because your kids come first, your relationship is bound to fall off. And, and I think somebody said something about, well, why do people drift away, right? Mm -hmm. And it's because they're not getting what they need. Their needs aren't getting Their met. Their needs are not being met. And and I think there's, what, five, like, human needs. Or, you know, Anthony Robbins talks a lot about, about the human needs, the human needs that, that people need in a, in a healthy relationship. And uh, if you're not getting one of those needs, you're going to go look for it somewhere else. Somewhere else. And Whether it's not that you're looking friend, for it. It's going to find you. It's just going to find you. It's going to find you because you're going to be like, oh, Oh, yeah, and you're going to gravitate towards that. Take re if you're having an affair, take responsibility for your affair. If you're if you're the guy in the relationship and you're cheating on your wife or vice versa, say if I put as much energy in the the mistress, this other person that I'm seeing, if I put that kind of energy in into them, my spouse. into my spouse, your relationship Will would change. be a drastic improvement. Drastic. It's you know this stuff. This is like the what comes around goes around. 
is so true. The energy you put out there is the energy you get back. It is so it is so hard not to be nice to somebody who's nice to you. Right. Not fake, overly nice, but just genuine nice. Appreciate, appreciate appreciate each other. Right. Be thankful, grateful, and appreciate your significant other. Right. If you rub my back for ten minutes, it's hard for me to say. Well, why wouldn't I rub your back for ten minutes? It's it's and, it's. and one of the things that I really I loved as well, and we we've known this, but men like to please. Men are pleasers. They want to please their spouse, right? It's, and so it's, let them it's do it. It's ingrained on us. It's ingrained in you, right? You you want to please us. They want to make you happy. They want to buy you things. They want to take care of you. It's just what's ingrained in men. And so if the women accept that, which is, can be difficult sometimes. It, it, your relationship's just going to skyrocket and it soar and, and go farther, you know? And One of the best books of all time that states this in there is the book called Think and Grow Rich. Yes. And it tells you how men are wired and that how they want to please. And it's an old book. It's right? an old book. It's 1920, <laughs> yeah, 1930. Yeah. And it tells you that back then, you know, successful businessmen want to please their woman. And it's it's about that. It's like, okay, I want to take care of you financially. I want to please you. I want to I want to buy you this. I want to lavish you. That is goes back to the hunter gatherer mentality. The men go out and go get the hunt. The men come back and provide for the wives. The women they come back and provide. Men are natural providers, and a lot of women don't let their men provide. They shut them down. They turn them off. They tell them they can't do it. They tell them, you know, we don't have the money for this. Like if you're an, if you're a couplepreneur, one of the biggest things we've learned is is you know if I have an idea and a big idea. For her to tell me you can't do that and this and that it only stifles me and depresses me to think I've got this ways. great idea. There are other ways to say this will work or this won't work. And there's you know, the idea might be fabulous and great, but work on that idea, right? We find a lot of spouses hold each other back yes, in do. the business world. They hold each other back and it's just like it doesn't need to be that way. You know, use your strengths and rock and roll and go forward. Absolutely. Um, you know, even if you're not in business together, you know, if you have, if you're, if you're a couple and you go to one, you go one way and they go the other way in the jobs, you know, like the networking aspect is so crucial. Um, I mean, we can talk about relationships on and on, and maybe we should do a relationship, a relationship tip each week. We could. We could do that. Yeah, we could do that. So there's so many things there's we so can touch, so touch upon. Yep. The main thing is you want to encourage your spouse to excel with what they do. Because if you hold your spouse back, they're only going it's to going to be regret. I mean, regret. not regret. It's they're, they're, that's not the word, but they're no, only going to resent you. Resent you. They're yeah. going to resent you because you're holding them back. People want to succeed. And that's one of the, our basic needs is to succeed and become successful. And if you're holding your spouse back from that, bad news. Absolutely. Bad yeah, news. So. All right, folks. Uh, Jamie and I also do coaching. We do. We have our uh, our our. Um, I feel like we could coach people on relationships. We too. could. We absolutely could. <laughs> but we, we do write, we do business coaching. We need to write a book on 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 relationships because <laughs> yes. we could easily do that. But we coach businesses. We coach co we coach couplepreneurs. We coach sole proprietors. We coach restaurateurs. Uh, we coach any type of a business. The stuff is is the same. Fifty mistakes that restaurant, the fifty mistakes that business owners make is the book that I wrote. I write for Forbes, their business council. I wrote another book. Our 
restaurant marketing blog was named top 15 restaurant marketing blogs from Feedspot. It's a super powerful restaurant marketing blog. It teaches all kinds of, of, of cool, innovative marketing ideas. We have 50 hours amassed on Restaurant Growth Secrets University. RestaurantGrowthSecretsUniversity.com. Go check it out. Sign up. Get emails from us. Tons and tons of free stuff. There is a membership portal in there for you to join. Get coaching. Have us do your Facebook ads and show you that Facebook ads are insanely beneficial. Most people are doing them wrong, and we'll show you. Go to my website, and I'll tell you how most places are doing Facebook ads wrong. Facebook knows everything. You can make a lot of money on Facebook. Absolutely. So This is Jamie and Marcus here. We're um, signing off for today. We didn't talk about our, the, the intuitions. We didn't. We didn't. Okay, for next, next show, for next show. We get carried away. <laughs> um, there is a very certain level of, of gut intuitions that you have to follow that make it very beneficial for you. And somebody asked me at one of the panels I was doing in New York City, one of the business panels, about hiring people and this and that. And I'm like, emotional um, intelligence, EI is so important. You get that emotional intelligence, and you only can get that after being in business a certain amount of time. A 22-year-old versus a 44-year-old, two different emotional intelligences right, in right, business, yeah. two totally different ones. Yeah. Folks, so we'll touch on that we'll next, touch on on that. Our yeah, next yeah. show. And you know, we're so appreciative and thankful that you listen to us and that you support us and you trust us and you trust us and we, we love giving information. So and we hope you. you're eating well, learning a lot, and living, eating, and living, living awesome. Yeah, living an awesome, awesome life. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it, and we will catch you on the next episode of Chef on a Mission Radio.